hopefm.co.za. 9.26, this is Good Hope FM with Nigel Pierce and Dawn Jorgensen has joined us. She's a travel blogger. Kindly follow her on the theincidentaltourist.com. Dawn, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, Nigel. Thank you for having me. Um, she's been on Expresso, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, this morning you were chatting about Madagascar. I was actually on about Madagascar this morning. I've done a, a couple of pieces with them. Um, and this month they've all been travel-related um, because of Africa last month, actually, because of um, Africa Month. Mm. So we spoke about guerrilla tracking um, in Uganda and um, sand parks as a wonderful place for South Africans to actually travel to. And today was about Madagascar. All right, we will come back to guerrilla. Liz, we all come back to uh, Sandpox. What was Madagascar like? I loved Madagascar. Um, I'm very lucky as a travel blogger. I get to travel to some wonderful destinations and a lot in our own country. But there was a magic about Madagascar. Madagascar. I think it's kind of an, a bit of an unknown entity. Um, I, I just went on my own. I picked up a driver um, through the guest house I stayed in and headed east and saw lots of lemurs and wonderful animals and creatures which have evolved completely independently. So are bigger and more colorful and, and quite different and uh, spent some time on the East Coast. It was a very special experience and um, definitely a country that is worthy of a visit and a lot of time. Mm. What are the beaches like? Beautiful. Um, mm. If you want um, you know, to actually spend time on a beach and take um, advantage of that side of it, you definitely can. But I think it's also very good for activities. A lot of people go and cycle around it. There's the, um, you know, the the Beobab um, Boulevard that you can go to. Um, I did a lot of walking in rainforests where the lemurs were. So it really just depends on what your interest is. 9.28. This is Good Hope FM with uh, Nigel Pierce. And we're talking travel and we're talking blogging. And Dawn Jorgensen has joined us. Kindly follow her on theincidentaltourist.com. How did you get started in travel blogging, Dawn? I actually have a background in travel, so I think that was quite an important thing. Um, I had a little tour operating company where I organized bespoke holidays for incoming tourists into Southern and East Africa. Um, and I did that for more than 10 years and I sold my company and I just completely missed travel. I'd had these wonderful experiences and I had a great need to share them. So I thought I would start a blog just as a, as a kind of a journal or as a, a neutral place where I could share um, places that I'd been to, things that I recommended from a completely neutral p voice or perspective. So I wanted to write not as someone selling um, the, you know, a travel service, but just as someone who'd loved the experiences in particular in Africa that I'd had. And it grew from there. That was about five years ago. And um, and I just became, I'm so passionate about travel. Um, I think that I've always wanted to write. So together the combination has been good. And I've just taken any opportunity that's come my way, created many, spent any money I might have had, and just, you know, trying to make rich memories and yeah, share them. That is so, so important. And um, I, the... The little rands and cents that I have, it goes to travel because I've, I firmly believe that there's value in travel and um, you you know what, you, you can afford it. Um, you can go on a shoestring budget to, to London or travel in Africa or even locally. And we will come to the local aspect in a few minutes. Dawn Jorgensen has joined us. She's a travel blogger and uh, it's fast approaching half past nine. What do brands get out of Dawn Jorgensen? 
I think it takes a while, um, but like with anything, I think it's really important to be professional. So I'm now doing travel blogging full time. I do some copywriting, so anything to do with words, but it really is my full time job. And I, I've worked really hard to um, create a, a place where I'm credible and offer professional service. So what happens with brands, and we can talk more about this, is you form a relationship and um, brands will potentially offer me to have a wonderful experience and in return I would give them coverage which I would share on my blog my social media channels and then um, I also do freelance writing so it, it becomes a relationship where both of us benefit I'm having experiences that I could possibly not afford myself or I'm being shown places that I'd only really read about or dreamt about and all of a sudden I'm actually walking those streets or, or living that dream and in return I come back and I give the story from a personal perspective to the people that are following my blog and you're delivering because you need to write about it firstly so brand x approaches dawn jorgensen and they go um we're sending you to the drc or we're sending you to madagascar so and you've got to put those pics up um what other uh deliverables are there when you return I think um, all travel bloggers have a different approach. I've seen the value um, of really building a, a target market that are interested in what I'm doing and that are relevant to, to what I'm, that, you know, that I'm writing things that are relevant to their interests and vice versa. So I'm actually, if I'm having an experience, I am writing about it on my blog, but I'm also having a little bit of a build up on Twitter. I'm sharing photos on Instagram and Twitter while I'm there. I usually do, if it's a few days, some updates on my Facebook page. Um, and then I am doing videos as well because I think that as much as you can read and, and get a sense of a place from words, there's a wonderful thing about visuals. So I've actually added in the last over a year that dimension of also taking videos so when i come back that's the whole package that i'm offering so it's the build up it's the sharing while i'm there sort of i feel like and I'm, constant updates really yeah i feel like i'm actually i mean I, i've done a lot of travel on my own recently i've been on a lot of press trips or traveled with these amazing groups um, but either way i always feel like i'm taking my friends and my family and my followers and my readers with me and there's a lot of interaction um, and i think that and i what brands also get is is that I am seeing these places and I'm loving the experiences and maybe having experiences that are slightly different to what you would just have as a norm or on a general itinerary. And I'm showing different sides of the destinations. Um, and in that, the readers are actually being encouraged to visit them themselves. 9.33, this is Good Up FM with Nigel Pierce. Uh, Dawn Jorgensen has joined us. She's a travel blogger. And again, this blogging space, this blogging sphere is growing in South Africa. And there are a number of facets to it. Um, to it. Our concentration today is on travel. More from Dawn. Dawn Jorgensen has joined us. She's a travel blogger. And you can follow her on the incidentaltourist.com. You mentioned the word grew a couple of minutes ago, Dawn. How, how, how did you discern... Well, how do you discern when this thing grows? What, what are the factors that contributed to the growth? Um, hard work and relationships, I think. I, I'm such a believer in relationships. It doesn't matter what field you're in, whether it's your personal life or your professional life. I think relationships make the world of difference. Um, and initially, when I started the blog, as I said, it was just to share these wonderful experiences that I'd had. You know, I'd been to Tanzania to see the wildebeest migration and I'd been to what Namibia. Like? Oh, it's, it's really, people talk about, you know, surreal, life-altering experiences. That and is surreal. that really is because it's... Is that a must? 
Yes, because it just shows nature. I mean, I'm, I love, I actually always describe myself as a bit of an earth advocate. I love nature and nothing pleases me more than seeing it working with no outside interference. And you really get that with the wildebeest um, migration. But yeah, I, th- I think that I had these wonderful experiences, which are really interesting. I mean, my blog, I'm South African. I live in Wellington outside Cape Town and I write a lot about South Africa. Um, I, I work with South African tourism and and fair trade tourism so I'm really lucky to have those relationships in place but I, a lot of my readers are not in South Africa only 37% of my blog's readers are South African based so I really always bear that in mind so I think if here I am um, you know this girl in South Africa writing about trekking with rhinos or going to the you know to the wildebeest or traveling on my own to Rwanda or going to see gorillas or you know we, we even went chimpanzee trekking I, that's really appealing so I think from an international perspective to get a, a glimpse of of Africa and South Africa and get rid of all these misconceptions about how you know how you can't have you know you can't have these trips or you mm. can't do these things there are a lot of misconceptions about African travel so I think that that's been quite an important role that I like to think I'm fulfilling and, and still will have more um, and then I think in reverse for South Africans to see some of the international travels that I'm lucky enough mm. to experience so I think it's really working both ways so it's grown to come back to your question um, just persistence keeping at it falling more and more in love with my blog it's really a personal happy space of mine growing very naturally and organically on my social media platforms forming you know I'm getting to know my followers interacting with them engaging a lot um, and then little th- well I did actually win a travel writing competition with travel start which well, was a great little elevator yeah. um, and you know just putting yourself out there going to the travel blogger exchange um, international gathering that they have every year um, and and yeah just hard work and trying to deliver you know if I'm invited for lunch doing the thank yous if I'm invited for you know a week in Mauritius or Singapore doing the as much as possible when you trying come to back. give back yeah, yeah. So while, when you come while back, you're there and delivering yeah. and it's you know it's stressful I actually yeah. wake up at night and think oh, am I actually giving back enough because and it's not I've just a freebie this. it's a job there's no free they know mm. such there's no such thing as free lunches it's no. definitely a job and and I realize and recognize how lucky I am to be offered all of these wonderful opportunities but also that it's because I need to deliver in return and and that there's been a trust placed in me that I will actually deliver in in return and sometimes it takes months you know you can put it on your blog within a few weeks but um, you know I was in Switzerland last year and one of the articles in September last year and one of the articles that I've written is only going to be published in January next year so there's you know there's a lot of longevity and you know publications have their scheduling so there's quite a lot that goes into it but at least I know it's going to be there and in the meantime online you know it's it's happening there so yeah I think it's just growing every day I wake up and I, I try to, to, you know, share something and, and, and build it. 941, we're building a relationship here with Dawn Jorgensen. She's a uh, travel blogger and uh, she's seen some fascinating stuff over the last uh, couple of years. I want to touch on um, another must. And we chatted about this off the air. Rwanda gorillas. What was that like? 
Well, I actually went through one to just to follow some of the genocide trails out of interest for myself. Um, I, I love history and I find that kind of thing very fascinating. And Rwanda is a, such an incredible, incredible country. There's so many lessons to be learned about reconciliation and um, the building of a nation that I saw there. And Kigali, the capital, is the most pristine, wonderful place. So I, I went there and then I followed that up with a, um, an extension to Uganda where I did a seven-day overlanding trip um, and with the sole purpose of actually reaching the Buendi impenetrable forest we camped nearby and we had this one day on the mountain with these gorillas uh, which which is really I, I know that when we've spoken before off air you said if you could do anything in the world what travel experience would you have and I always come back to I would go back to the gorillas I mean, and so it was just you know they're so vulnerable there are only about 450 left in Uganda and you have this privilege you buy this permit and eight people go up at a time with a guide and some anti-poaching units and i took a um a, a guy or a porter they call him who who used to be a poacher and is now working to help save the gorillas and we trekked for about five hours through this thick forest i mean they were cutting it back with machetes and then all of a sudden you come around this one bend and there's a gorilla and you spend an hour with them you just keep your distance you watch them it's really just it's just to see them in the wild and then you leave and that's that's the sum of it and really i think the trick is to just put your camera down take your your, you know your few pics and then just be in the moment with them just be in the moment Mm. with them so that was an extraordinary experience and there are actually months of the year where the gorilla permits are cheaper and when south africans get a discount so Really, there's no excuse. There's no reason to say I can't travel. It's only available for people with money. There are ways to do it. A little bit of research, a little bit of checking when South Africans have the better deal. Um, and then and that definitely is a, must. a must. That is a, a must. must. Uh, 9.43, this is Good Hope FM with Nigel Pierce. Uh, Dawn Jorgensen has joined us. She's a travel blogger. If you blog, if you've got a, a, a great following on your blog, would you kindly, kindly let us know? Nigel at goodhopefm.co.za. Fascinating conversation with uh, Dawn Jorgensen. She's a travel blogger. And again, we try to push travel because there's value in travel, isn't there, Dawn? There definitely is. Um, I just find that travel is such a gift to yourself. Um, I really believe that we should be investing in experiences rather than things and that you really get so much from going and learning about other cultures and just you know just getting a different perspective on life it's terribly humbling and I can't encourage people enough to travel Mm. and by travel I don't mean spend lots of money and go on big planes and you know do hectic things you can actually leave your front door and look around and just turn your perspective into that of of one of a, of a tourist and then all of a sudden you're looking at things differently and um, and, and and sorry Dawn and, and and there are things to do locally I mean living in the Cape we're completely spoiled there's so much that we can do for free you know you, you've got mountains you've got beaches you can go picnicking and for walks I mean we're there's just endless things to do and it's just about saying today I'm going to get up and I'm not going to go to a shopping mall I'm actually actually going to go out and and have a wonderful experience and it's very very good for the soul Dawn Jorgensen is a travel blogger Dawn what's your USP your unique selling point Um, is is it is it quite a a niche blog yeah I think um, 
it always comes down to a blog always has a personal voice and that's something that you really do expand on um, but I really have a, a, a lot of time and a lot of focus invested in the environment sustainability so really I consider myself a conscious travel and I encourage conscious traveling so that you don't go and pet wild animals and you you know you you that I really only subscribe to ethical travel and ethical practice and it's so easy to do and and that way you you learn so much more about people that are involved in the project so there are lots of stories to be told and those always enrich the experiences so I think yeah the niche would definitely be that of a conscious traveler lovely stuff and uh, you're going to Thailand in the next couple of yes, weeks I am for a green a green tourism just to have a look at that country from a different perspective um, you know move away from what people have in mind the nightclubs a crazy life yes there are beaches but I'm actually going to learn more about the agricultural side of it I'm going to visit a community where Buddhists and Muslims live and work together actually on the one day I'm, I'm touring the island on a motorbike and a side cart so that's going to be quite a story to tell when I get back so yeah that's the next we'd one we'd love for you to tell that story Dawn Jorgensen she's a travel blogger uh, lovely lovely chat and follow her on the incidental tourist.com dawn many many thanks for your time this morning thank you so much for having me in nigel check it out go to goodhopefm.co.za